What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Get Over Yourself podcast, a podcast dedicated to self-development, self-improvement, and helping you achieve the goals that you've laid forth in your life. I'm your host, Brandon Davis, and on today's episode, as you can see, if you're following us on video format or if you're listening to us on today's episode, you'll hear from her shortly. We got Donna Franklin with us. Donna is a best-selling author, a real estate agent, an entrepreneur, a nana of two grandchildren, and something I'm very excited to talk about later in the episode, a black belt, which, as we'll get to know, took Donna quite a bit of time to achieve, but she'll get to tell us a little bit more about that story. So Donna, thank you so much for getting on the Get Over Yourself podcast with us here today. We're excited to learn from you. Oh, thank you so much, Brandon, for having me. It's, it's I'm excited. Excited to be here. Absolutely. And Donna, I guess before we jump into the meat of the conversation, um, tell us a little bit, I gave you, uh, the listeners a little bit about you. I mean, you're an author, you're an entrepreneur, you're a go-getter, it sounds like. But what are, what are some things that kind of describe who you are? Gosh, um, you know, I think that um, one of the best things, one of the best ways to describe me is that I love people and I want to help as many as I can. I feel like that's my purpose in life. And uh, that's one of my goals to, that was why I wrote, wrote my book is to be able to help as many people as possible to uh, have a great mindset. But I think really, that's really what it is, is just uh, know that I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm here on this earth to, to help others. And I guess that's really the main thing. That's a beautiful thing. I think that's the most important thing. Love others and serve them. There's no other way we can find more accomplishment and joy inside of our own life. So that's perfect. Well, guys, we're excited to get to know Donna here on today's episode. And with that all being said, let's jump into it. So Donna, I want to first start jumping back to kind of as you began realizing you wanted to be an entrepreneur. I mean, there's there's two things I've learned kind of as I've started this business and a couple others I've worked on is there's entrepreneurs and there's entrepreneurs, right? There's the people that actually go and do something, then there's the people who always dream about it, but never actually take the steps forward to go and do it, right? They want it, but they don't do it. So jumping back to kind of your beginning where you realized, Hey, I want to kind of do my own thing. I want to put myself out there in my own ways and hustle. What was the kind of mindset you're going through in that moment? That's a great question. So if I could go back a little bit, when I first, um, started my career, I actually started working for the government and I was working as a civilian. And honestly, it was a job that I did very well in. And I, I, you know, it, very, I did very well, but I hated every day of it, right? Going to work, I would walk in the building and I would feel like just this pressure, you know, like pushing down on me going, oh my gosh. And it was, I did it for quite a long time because coming from where I came from and the fear mindset and, and you know, and all the poverty mindset and all of that, I felt like I needed to have that security, right? And so that's why I stayed in the job for 23 years. I worked, of course, in different in different aspects of uh, or different offices, you know, and, and did did different a lot of different things working for the government. But I knew at that point 
at some point I needed to get out of there because it was just like, I was stifling. And I just, after I, so I moved from Colorado, which I was in Denver and I moved from Colorado to San Antonio. And that's when I knew I needed to have, to make a change. And at that point, that's when I got into real estate. And so that was my first venture into it. Um, and after that, it's just progressed. I mean, I've been in real estate for 15 years now, uh, have done very well. And I, uh, about three years ago, decided that I needed to write a book uh, so I could help real estate agents. And how that came about was I heard that out of uh, nine out of 10 real estate agents get out of the business in their first one to three years. And I thought, well, I've been in the business for, at that point, 12 years and had done very well. I mean, uh, for the last 12 years have been uh, making over or making six figures. So I thought I can help these guys. I know what to do and how to help them. And that's why I wrote my first book. Okay. And if I could tell back to that initial moment, I, I really appreciate you being forward on stating that your original job, you had that security with the government. You had this, and that's kind of the big thing with the government. You always have your job security, you know, but it's, it's a very cushy lifestyle, but it's also not going to be the lifestyle that necessarily everyone wants. And I appreciate you being open with everyone and saying, even though you felt safe, you felt secure in that job, that didn't equal happiness. Security, I feel like when people are going into the workforce, when people are starting, you know, getting these grown up jobs, I guess you could call them, they feel like security is always going to equal happiness. They don't necessarily, they won't have the, the most money ever, but they're going to be okay. They're going to get everything done that they need to with that. But you, you looked at it more of like, okay, I was secure, but you were almost afraid at first to take that leap of faith and, and kind of bet on yourself. So when you got to that point of working with the government for 23 years, what kind of snapped in your mind that one day where you're like, okay, I've had enough, like I'm ready to take that leap of faith and start betting on myself a little bit more? You know, I just think it was just a feeling. I, I had this feeling that I, I knew I needed to do something else. I hated that going into the, to work, spending so much time at work. I mean, you're spending, you know, spending eight, eight or nine hours a day. Right. And then of course your drive time. And it was just a point where I thought I've got to do something else because I, I can't do this anymore. Right. That's the point that it got to. And uh, when I got into real estate, it was really scary, you know, cause I had a young, young daughter and I thought I've got to, I've got to make sure that I make enough money to where I can support her and myself. Right. And that was really scary because growing up with no money. Right. And, and thinking, Oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? But I knew it was just something inside of me. I, I knew I had to do it at that moment. Right. And uh, that's really what it was. It was just a feeling. And I thought, all right, I've got to take a chance on myself. And Brandon, a lot of people have these feelings inside of their life, right? You get the feeling that you need to start going back to the gym. You get the feeling that you need to start this business. You get the feeling you got to ask out that guy or girl on a date, right? Everyone gets feelings, but I guess in diving deeper into that, what gave you the courage to actually go forward and do it? Because right now I could have a feeling that I need to go and do something crazy, outlandish even, but you did it. What, what, what caused you to actually act upon the feeling? You know, that's, 
what great questions. You have some great questions. And I'm I, honestly, I've been on a lot of podcasts and I have not ever had anybody ask me these questions. I love them. They're great. Perfect. So, um, you know, I, I have a lot of faith, right? And so I pray every day um, about what I need to do for the day, uh, about my family, all of that. And I honestly think that's where all of my strength came from was just knowing that I just had to do it and I couldn't, there was no cushion, right? I just had to do it and I just had to get out there. Um, and I just felt like it was going to be okay. Like everything was going to be fine, that this was something that I was going to be good at and that I knew I could do it. So I think it was just the confidence, really, is what helped. And do you think, I suppose this is a little bit of a more difficult question to answer because you, once you took that leap of faith, it ended up working out, right? Yes. Granted, that's not discounting all the trials you probably went through in the process and the learning curves and whatnot. But say you took that leap of faith and it totally backfired. Everything went awry. I mean, you don't have that security anymore. You aren't making any money. You can't provide for your daughter anymore. At that point, what would have happened to you, Donna? Do you, are, you, are you the type of personality that says, I'm going to keep going? And if so, why is that? Or are you like, okay, I'm going back to that government job. Let's get some security back in my life. <laughs> I could have gone back, as a matter of fact, um, just because of where I, where I had come from and I was at a really high level. And I, they would have taken me back without any problems. As a matter of fact, I had a lot of people asking me to come back to work for the government, you know. But I, I just, if it hadn't have worked out, I might have gone back. But I was giving it at least three years. I felt like three years was good enough. Um, if I couldn't make it at that point, I did have the government to go back to. But within three years, I started making six figures. So thank, thank you, Lord, right? It was so good that it worked out. Um, but gosh, I never, honestly, Brandon, I never even thought about it not working out, right? So I guess for me, it was just like, I'm going to make this happen. And I worked my butt off to make it happen. Door knocking, you know, walking around my neighborhood, talking to all kinds of people. Anytime I had a chance to talk to people, I would just say, you know, I would just talk to them about real estate or about, hey, do you know anybody or whatever. And so I made sure that I was doing all the right things so that I could make myself a success. I think that's a key. I don't want that to tread over lightly with the audience here today. I want that to be something we really focus on because a lot of times people will take that leap of faith and then granted, like in your, in your situation, you're a more faithful woman. And so you prayed about it. You felt like it was something you could do. So you take that leap of faith, but then a lot of times people will just expect things to go their way. Like, okay, because I quit my job, this is for sure. It's going to work out. No, no doubts in my mind, but what people don't realize is there's, there's work that has to come with those leaps of faith. There's that leap of faith is the beginning of the process, but holy cow, there's so much you got to get done after. And so I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to tread over that because you go door knocking, you're, you're bringing it up every single conversation you go through. You're talking to everyone about it. You're saying you're putting your name out there. You're, you're literally putting yourself out there. And what kind of reward do you think that gave yourself Donna is as you kind of 
allowed yourself to say, this is who I am. This is what I'm working with. Take it for what it is. What, what did that bring you? It gave me confidence. It gave me more confidence to get, to put myself out there even more. Right. And to know that I made a great decision in changing my careers. And honestly, it was the best thing that I did because coming from the government job where I hated every day, you know, and then starting and making a success of this, it was like, oh my gosh, yes, I can do it. And I really do think that that has just contributed to all my success, all the success in, in, in just continuing on with real estate, because there's been other people, other real estate agents that have gotten in that actually, you know, five or six years later, they got out because they really just couldn't couldn't do it. But for me, I think it was just continuing on using that success that I had taking the confidence and then just keep, keep going and going and, you know, um, just knowing, knowing that I had to do it, that I, I needed that for my, myself and for my daughter to do well, because yes, I did well in the government working for the government, but this was something that I, I really enjoyed. And I really wanted to do well in that. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm just fluttering you with a million questions, but I feel like every time you respond, it's just amazing. So I, w every time you bring something up, I'm like, I got I to gotta ask her a couple more things. So this one's a two-part question here, Donna. Okay. So first part, you worked in the government for, what do you say, around 23 years? Is that right? Yeah. And then you've Correct. been in real estate for about 15? Yes. Okay. So you're at the point where you've had a long career in both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you already talked about you dreaded that government job and stuff. So part one of my question is, now that you're in something you actually love, what is the difference when you wake up every day? What's the difference in morale, your mental health, your kind of go go get it, go get it attitude? So that's part one is what's the difference there? And part two, as you've been kind of developing your skills throughout the past 15 years in real estate specifically, what kind of lessons have you learned about yourself personally? And what caused you to go out and say, I'm going to get this, even if I fail? So when I was working for the government, it was, I really dreaded every single day getting to the office. So of course, having a little, little, little one, um, I was grateful to get up and, and get her ready and, you know, take her to school and all that, and then head to my job. And the closer I got to work, it was like going down, down, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Starting up here and going, yeah, exactly. Um, and so that was really the first thing. And now when I, in real estate, whenever I, I get up, I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to do today? Right. And if it's a lull, like toward the holidays where real estate's down a little bit, then it's okay. Well, what am I going to do? You know, making sure that, that I'm doing something every day um, to, to get that taken care of. But, uh, you know, the, the mindset is so different. And I know personally, if I had stayed in my government job, I would not have written either one of the books that I have written, right? So the first one was on real estate. This one now that I just wrote and, and finalized a couple of months ago is on mindset. And I know that I would never have written those books. So my not only has my mindset changed, my confidence has changed as well. Right. And it's just been, 
it's been amazing. It, it really has helped me to develop from a person that really, I've, I was always outgoing, uh, you know, once I, when I worked for the government, I was always outgoing, but whenever I got in real estate, then I realized I really am a people person, you know? I, I like that mindset too, because no matter what goes wrong, because there will be things that go wrong, there's a solution behind it. So if you keep your head up and you're positive and you realize something's going to happen, but I'm ready for it, then you can take that on. And you know, I really, I really, really, truly do like that concept of putting yourself out there in the world and using the talents that you've been given to accomplish and kind of set boundaries for yourself that will push you enough to succeed. What caught me in one of the things you're mentioning, Donna, is as you put yourself out there and as you were more outspoken and you, and you started you know, working with more people and did something that actually meant something to you, you actually felt it inside of you. What happens is you set goals for yourself. That's what I'm hearing in this conversation. You set goals for yourself that you could keep obtaining over and over again. But these goals weren't just these little mediocre things that, okay, if I hit this, then I'll be able to reward myself. Or if I hit this, I'll be able to have a happy life, right? These goals were do or die for you. If I do real estate, I have to do it for three years, minimum, do or die. If I do real estate, I have to do it in order to provide for my daughter, do or die once again. And that kind of mentality, it takes a certain portion of, I guess what Angela Duckworth would call uh, grit, right? It, it takes this grit to actually get out and do it because it's one thing to say, I'm going to set this goal. But what happens to 99% of our goals? We absolutely fail in them. We start them. We, we're all excited. We get that enthusiasm. We're pumped up. And then the goals that we just lose them immediately. And so for you, what, what, what's your secret? Why, why were you able to stick to your goals? Why were you able to set these boundaries and say, it's do or die, I'm, I'm all in? Honestly, I, I really do think it goes back to growing up my and, and in my childhood. Coming from such a poverty, um, coming from, from poverty, I knew that I never wanted to be back there again, right? I never wanted to, to have to worry about not having food. I never wanted my daughter to not have food, right? And um, and that's why we grew up. Using your past experiences, you're taking what really sucked in your life, these horrible moments, as life learning lessons. Absolutely. If everyone could go on with that same attitude, Donna, imagine how awesome their lives would be. If people would just realize like these horrible circumstances they're in. Granted, a lot of times people have way worse circumstances than me and you have ever been been through. Everyone goes through their different trials and their own hells and, and a lack of a better term. But if people could also change that mindset into something like you got right there, where it's like, okay, that sucked, but what am I going to learn from it? I'm going to learn grit. I'm going to learn tenacity. I'm going to push myself now to the limits. It's amazing. That, and Brandon, it's funny. One thing that you were saying is what brought to my mind. So in, in my book, in, uh, in one of the chapters, I think it's chapter three. I talk about, when you're talking about mindset, I talk about the difference between the lion and the elephant, right? The lion is much smaller than the elephant. The elephant with one stomp of his foot could kill that lion, but yet the lion can actually eat the elephant. And the reason the lion can eat the elephant is because of the elephant's mentality. So the lion has the mentality, I'm gonna eat this thing, right? where the elephant has the mentality, I'm, I'm lunch for this guy, right? And so the difference is the elephant, if he just changed his mentality, 
he could he would not be eaten by the lion. He could actually kill the lion. And that's what I talk about in my book. If we all had the mindset of a lion, can you imagine what we would accomplish in a day, in a month, in a year? It would be amazing. We could accomplish all of our dreams that we have now, plus we could make new ones every single day. When I when I thought about that analogy, I just thought I have to put it in the book. It's just too important. No, and it, it really is. That's something I feel like we've all been able to hear at one point in our life. Are you going to be, I, I've also heard it used with the with the gazelle theory. Are you going to be a lion? Are you going to be a gazelle? Or in this case, an elephant, right? And it's something that, yeah, you might hear it a lot, but how often do you internalize it? How often do you actually practice it? Are you letting it like actually absorb inside of you? Or are you going to preach it? Or are you going to practice it as well, right? So Donna, as we're getting kind of close here to the close out of today's episode, I want to shift strategies or um, stories, I guess into talking a little bit about setting forth your efforts, not just for a temporary moment, but for kind of the long haul. And once again, going back to what I originally said in today's episode, Donna is a black belt, everybody. And Donna, if I can kind of just throw it out there, it took you, what, five and a half years to become a black belt, right? It did, yes. So as kind of closing remarks on today's episode, after everything we've discussed, I want to hear your opinions and your strategies on what it means to not only just set a goal and grow your confidence and everything else we've discussed in today's episode, but to do it and know that the results might not be immediate. What does that mean to you? And how can you relate that to your black belt story? Growing up, I always loved Bruce Lee. After seeing him, I, I always thought, because growing up with a fear mentality, I thought, I really need to get out of this. I have to get change my whole mindset. And so as I was changing that, I also thought, I'm going to take martial arts one day. I will do that. And it was, it was so in me. I thought about it almost every single day. So when we were in Denver, I would pass by, it was called family martial arts. And I would pass by that going to work and coming back from work. And finally, one day, my daughter was three. And I thought, if I don't do this now, I may never do it, or in five years from now, I'm just going to be exactly where I'm at right now. And I, I felt like I had to do it. It was, it was so interesting because I go in, I'm an adult, right? And, and I go in and I'm scared to death thinking, what am I doing here? So anyways, I went home that night. I picked up my daughter, went home, and after I got her to bed, you know, I started looking through it and figuring out when I could actually take some classes. And I started that week. And as you said, it took me five and a half years. I didn't know how long it was going to take. And um, my daughter basically was raised in the Taekwondo school because three to four times a week, you know, in the evenings after work and after her school, she was there. And so I thought it was really good for her because she saw all these people actually doing something great with their time, right? Um, going toward a goal. But then when she saw me get my black belt and that her, my picture getting my black belt um, and my daughter standing beside me, there's the, that picture on the back cover of my book. And the look on her face is just so, she's so proud. You can see it in her face, right? And I just thought, oh my gosh, after I looked at that picture not too long ago, I just thought it was, it was amazing. But what I, that was the first time 
I had ever set a goal for myself and actually achieved it, right? I mean, it did take five and a half years, but I did it. And that was the first time I ever felt proud of myself, ever, the first time. That's a beautiful story, Donna. And as we can kind of relate it back into our own lives as well, I want everyone who's listening or watching today's podcast to think about those moments you've had inside of your lives, where you've set goals, where you've set these lofty aspirations inside of your life, and you actually achieved it. Think about those same feelings that Donna talked about, that sense of accomplishment and pride she felt, that look on her daughter's face when she was actually able to see her mom pass something that she had for her daughter's life. She had only known that her mom wanted to do it then. But think about the entire story that Donna had. What kind of opportunities or goals have you set inside of your own life that have caused these same feelings, these same thoughts? As you reflect on that, that's the challenge I want to leave for everyone into today's episode of the Get Over Yourself podcast is focus on those moments. Think about where you could take your leaps of faith inside of your life to grow that confidence and to get out of maybe a job or a relationship or some sort of situation that isn't bringing you actual happiness. Think about how you can do all these things, guys. That's my challenge for you today. Donna, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. You, you offered so many great insights. I appreciate it. And so does the audience. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me. And guys, with that all being said, just remember, it'll all be okay. Just take a step back and keep taking these leaps of faith inside of your life so you can grow in your self-confidence and continue to be happier. Mm-hmm.